Welcome to episode three, the Dale Earnhardt of <laughs> Nate and Becca. Talking about stuff. I'm Nate. I'm Becca. And, and we're, we're talking, talking about, about stuff. stuff. We're getting so good at that. Yeah. Granted, not that the first one was ever bad. The first one was always pretty good. No, it's, uh, we're up to a lot of listeners now. I know. Global even. Global, yeah. Hey, KB. Listeners all over <laughs> the world. Just everywhere. Yeah. And someone's listening on Google Podcasts, so shout out to you, whoever you are. Yeah, wonder if you made it through an entire episode. Don't know. Or all of them. Or all of them. And they're patiently waiting for this one to come out. So there's that. Oh god, I have so many drinks over here, just like I don't even really know where to start. Triple fisting. Triple fisting it. <laughs> Water, uh, IPA, and La Croix. If you want to pronounce it properly. It, if. If. If being a pretty strong piece of all this. Well, with that, what are we talking about today? Well, we've talked about two different topics. One of them... Be- oh, wait, no. We're going to go with taking the leap. Yeah. Taking chances. Taking chances. Taking risks, I think is what I called it earlier. Mm-hmm. Like the board game, but more intense. Yeah, not like when you were a kid and you took the board game risk from the community center. Mm-hmm. Not like taking risk the game, mm-hmm. but actually just taking risk in life. Yes, exactly. You know? Um, pretty psyched about this one. Yep. Very psyched. <laughs> nice. Ooh. Well. Way to project. Really brought that one from the diaphragm. Yep. 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 I'm impressed. Uh, I'm impressed. I'm going to try to say, yeah, less. I feel like if Ooh. people played a drinking game and then just drink every time I said, yeah, mm-hmm. nobody would make it through the podcast. I feel the same way, except for how many times that I say, like, everybody would be hammered and or dead. Well, if you want to get if you want to get wasted, uh, just play that game. There you go, free games. See, look at how useful we're being to the college age drinking population that are listening to a podcast in the library right now. <laughs> Instead just, of doing their papers, get to work, you slackers. Just kidding. Off, I did the same thing. Oh yeah, I uh, I was pretty good in the library in college. <clears throat> I, I feel like I was. I was also an outdoor education major. Oh, so. Well. Which sometimes we had to write papers. I had to take electives as well. I had to go to the library to like actually get any work done. Mm, fair. Because I couldn't at home. Also fair. And I would spend a lot of time there till like, it was like two in the morning when they closed. Mm-hmm. And I would bring three cups of coffee with me. Nice. And just go to town. Just go to town. Get back in a corner and just crank some, some BS out. Nice. Yeah. Which really I've learned as an adult. Is mostly all of the writing that I do. Not to say BS so much as like making it up as I go and then editing it later. Mm -hmm. It's like just writing a ton and then bringing it down to a paragraph. I feel that my entire adulthood is just BS. So cheers Cheers to BS. Well, cheers to the BS of what I was told adulthood was going to be like. Yeah. Maybe some of that too. Well, adulthood for our generation is way different. That's true. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I have dogs, not kids. Yeah. I in if you hear a weird noise in the background, that is my dog who uh, insisted on being in the room for this recording. He's actually the mascot. Yeah. He's just really just getting in everything. Mm -hmm. So taking risks. Taking risks. We have managed four minutes of just talking about nonsense so far. So, 
Where is that? Uh, it's kind of our MO. Yeah. Maybe that could be the tagline. Nate and Becca getting sidetracked by stuff. We did talk about no subject and just seeing where this goes. Freestyling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I was all amped up because today is my six year work anniversary. Nice. And I got real reflecty today on yeah. how far that has been. Six years doesn't sound that long, but also isn't that long, but also is that long. That was the cool. world's worst quote. Yeah. That that would be on a Pinterest board with like a really elegant picture of a flower behind it in papyrus font. Yeah, I was thinking just some classical font. Yeah. Um, field of, I was thinking a field of flowers. Oh, yeah. Yellow flowers. Of course they'd be yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. Hashtag live, laugh, love. <laughs> that, that brought me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. I brought that up in a normal conversation with someone. Did not phase them in the least. Live, laugh, love? Yeah. It's well, normal, apparently. Were they also a white girl? Yeah, probably. I don't remember. Probably, you don't remember? No, I just remember talking about it with someone, waiting for the, the yeah. ha-ha, that is funny what you've said. Yeah. And no ha-ha yeah. came. I'm going to take a quick break here and let my dog out of the room because okay. he was I'm licking. i take a quick break here. Just, I, we can keep rolling. Oh, okay. Rolling. Just kidding. He's We're going to keep rolling. He's, a, he's really getting in there clean and deep. And what's going out? Just clean and deep. Yeah. Making a lot of noise. I don't don't want anybody to hear him licking his booty hole. That is fair. That is one of the most disturbing sounds, especially when it's silent and you're just trying to fall asleep. Yeah, and, and it's right next to your ear. Mm-hmm. I have two dogs, and when it's a symphony of butthole licking, yeah, big bag of no thank you. So, so there's that. So there's so that. change. So change. <laughs> uh, taking risks. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you took a risk saying, uh, you know, right. Yeah. Six years ago, I was driving across the country mm-hmm. looking for a job and found the job listing here, submitted my resume in Moab. Actually, I was oh, there nice. Yeah, um, in a cafe, really utilized their free Wi-Fi. Um, but then we were out of money very quickly after that. Yeah. So I just called my now boss mm-hmm. and said, Hey, I'm going to be in town and would love an interview. Got an interview on a Saturday. She like showed up in her ski gear. It was great. It was like, a bold move. Thank you. I think That's I'm going to start doing Becca that. Stands for. Yeah. Bold. Yeah. <laughs> bold. E- yep. Eccentric. Mm-hmm. Two words with K's. <laughs> Which, awesome. Thank you. That's yeah. nice. I really pre- I really bolstered my confidence. Another B word. Yeah. Neat. Neat. Adventurous. Tenacious. T's a hard word. Yeah. I was, uh. Unless you want to be like I a trickster. I was thinking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ooh, I like that one better. Yeah. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Because sometimes my arms get like a little cramped up and I can't reach full. Both of them at the same time. Both of them at the same time. Rough. Yeah. It's actually what I wanted to be when I grew up. Was a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Yeah. A BMX riding Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes. I wanted to be a male person, like someone who delivered mail for a long time. Huh. I think my parents were mildly like, interesting you, you move you're going for this. We had a really nice male person. And I was like, okay. I want to be like a friendly human who delivers people mail. Like, I never got bills though when I was a child. Yeah. Anytime yeah, they yeah. showed up, it was real good news for me. True. So there was that. So instead you work at a nonprofit. But you now I work at a nonprofit and do... 
design stuff and photography and it's awesome. Yeah. I like it. Because you took Because I a took risk. a Wait, you're doing a good job of keeping us back on track here. Yeah, it's because I haven't been drinking this episode. Fair. I mean, I guess I've what? technically been drinking more than you have while yeah. I was doing yard work beforehand like an adult. Like an adult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely took a risk coming here. I graduated college, um, and two months later, I moved here where I had done a college internship. With no job, no money, and no place to live. And no dog yet. And no dog, yeah. Where's the Just support? me, my truck, and a U-Haul trailer. Does your truck have a name? Man Bear Pig. Nice. Yeah. Continue with your story. So, yeah, just took a risk, came here, and struggled for a good year, year and a half mm-hmm. <clears throat> to find work. Worked in bike shops, worked in construction. Landed a city job, which everybody's like, oh, cushy city job. The benefits are great. I worked there for a year and I hated every minute of it. Nice. Um, That sounds awful. Yeah, it's just, it wasn't my cup of tea. I wanted to make a good city joke. Like, were you working in the water department? It wasn't your bottle of water? It wasn't my bottle. It wasn't, well, we don't, we're kind of anti-bottled water. It wasn't my Nalgene of water. Yeah. It wasn't my reusable cup of water. Yes. My mom pronounced Nalgene Nalgaline. <laughs> Until probably just now she's listening to it and yeah. hearing that Nalgene's how you say it. But it makes me so happy. Every time I'd like leave a water bottle home at Christmas, she would say, I'm mailing back your Nalgaline. I'm like, it happens. continue to do that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I wish I knew somebody named Jean. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, now Jean, I just go, Nalgene. <laughs> My middle name is Jean. Well, that's true. I forgot. And you've known this. Yeah. Alan? So now I'm going to do that all the time. Great. So maybe make some custom decals for your Nalgene bottle. So that's probably That happen. would make me so happy. But back to taking But risks. back to take That would be a risk. You're only going to get customers with the name Gene. It's true. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mine's spelt weird. So I wouldn't be offended if you went with. Like jeans. Yeah, but with an extra N because I'm fancy. There's an extra N? Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that. I, I think it's, I don't know. My mom's middle name is Jean, and then my grandmother's middle name was Jean. So my got... grandmother's name is Jean. What? Yeah. We're probably somehow related. Probably. All jeans. <laughs> Blue jeans. <laughs> I wanted to make a denim joke, but nothing came to my head fast enough. God damn yeah. it. Puns have failed me. Risk. <clears throat> God, Risk. Dang. Uh... Taking them. So taking risks, yeah. I, so I things. moved out here and yes. uh, took me a while. Landed a job where I'm at now. I've been there almost two years. Really? Yeah. I don't know that. Two years. I am the longest employee Dang. ever. I mean, Nobody has lasted. Longer than Jan. Well, not longer Sorry, than the owner. And shouldn't say names. Not longer than the owner, but I am the longest employee. That makes to more date. sense. So that's that's fun, but. You know, I'm probably going to take some more risks in the future. I took a risk. I started my own company and you can buy a flask. You, you can buy flasks and hats and shirts and stickers and koozies and uh, what else? Hawaiian do I hats. I want you to do something with the Hawaiian hats. Yeah. All I mean, sorts of patches and other stuff. And so. soon a jean decal. <laughs> and soon. Can I, I can the, the like the image be a pair of jeans? Yeah. Instead of the logo, it's just going to be. Now, now, Jean, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. 
but like the outline could somehow be an analogy. I don't know. There's so many options that we could, yeah. you could go in this direction with. Definitely. I'm excited. So yeah, I'm all about taking risks because it like, you feel more alive when you're taking risks mm. and there's like big life risks, like moving somewhere with no plan at all. And just mm. being like, this is where I want to be. Cause I had government job opportunities out of college, like moving to DC, like big time government jobs. Mm. And everybody thought I was an idiot for not taking these opportunities. Granted, yes, I had to interview for them and then actually get the job, but pretty good chance I was going to get them. You have to wear a suit every day. Yeah. You and I, time for that. I turned those down to move out to a ski town. And so it was like a big life risk. But then there's all the other risks that just keep you like calculated risks that keep mm-hmm. you excited about life yeah. and wanting to do things like backcountry skiing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a uh, it's calculated risk. Rock climbing, um, mountain biking, riding dirt bikes. All of the hobbies that we do out here are risks, mm-hmm. but they're the ones that keep you feeling alive for sure and i couldn't imagine a life where i don't take risks and i i I appreciate you're saying it as calculated risks too because i think the more that we spend time outside the more that we have experience in knowing exactly what we're getting ourselves into you know what i mean yeah somebody else just took a risk pushed the door open and came in to join us in the podcast room get it buddy hey stanley what if we're like it's a stranger yeah (laughs) we've never met this person yep podcast and horribly yeah um so yeah they're definitely they're calculated risks because and there's people that do them uncalculated that just go out and and do whatever Mm -hmm. like stanley when he jumps off 10 feet rocks into the river yes my dog's risks are not calculated no he i don't think he understands depth perception or has any depth perception no or Um, or risk or yeah or awareness of Things might hurt him. Mm-hmm. So we're, I'm always a little worried about that. But but he's fine. He's but alive. He's good. He is good. Um, yeah. I think it's funny. I think that you can take a lot of like small risks too. Like there's like sort of itty bitty little moments that you're like, I'm going to do this today. And then suddenly like that either can turn into like a big thing or not a big thing at all. Or like, I don't know. I just like keep thinking about the phone call to my boss that mm-hmm. like was kind of a small thing. Then it was sort of like a last ditch effort to be like, this place looks really cool. And I would love to go live in this amazing area and work a job that totally suits me, which is totally not my job anymore, which is kind of cool too. Like when I moved here, I'd never picked up a camera before. And now I'm like really psyched on that. Okay. I'd find that hard to believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I'd picked up a camera before, you know, I, I, yeah. I didn't pursue it. I enjoyed I myself gotcha. a disposable camera. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which is impressive because uh, all of my Tinder profile pictures are pretty much ones you took. So well, bam, high conversion uh, rate. If I ever make a Tinder profile, I'll say uh, Nate Hoff's professional Tinder photographer. Yeah. Because then that will get you more leads too, I think. I mean, I guess from dudes. So no, take that as you will. Yeah. Not really my cup of tea. Fair enough. If it is, good for you. Just yeah, not, not mine. Not yours. That's fine. Yeah. Not your Nalgalina water. Not my Nalgalina water. <laughs> um. <laughs> There are like daily risks that you take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Food trucks. Mm. That that's a risk. That sometimes that can feels be like a huge reward though too. Can be, um, but it is a risk. Sometimes I feel like a bigger risk than moving across the country because you might not be leaving your house for a week. Yeah, yeah, you could get something nasty. Real nasty. Taco trucks that are like 
in an old converted school bus, but like not really fully converted. Not convert. Are you like literally referencing the the blue bus and uh, help me? There's the taco bus. It's blue, and it is in. Shoshone? Oh, the oh, there one is that those, one. Yes. One of those? Yeah, town south from us. There yes. is a... Blue taco bus. Yeah, it's rough. But it's a... Ri- I but haven't I, stopped there. I'd like but, to at but some I would. point. Yeah. Vegetarian options might be limited. What if it's a vegetarian taco bus, though, and I'm just... Cauliflower. Judging. Cauliflower tacos. It sounds delicious. Exactly. I'd be remiss to miss. Yeah. Damn it, I said Yeah. Ah. I'm going to stop that. Every time I'm saying like, I hear it too. I'm like, ugh, ugh, just making those sounds. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of people in my life that have never taken any risks. What is, that feels impossible to me. I wouldn't say they've never taken risks, but they don't. Getting in a car every day is taking a risk. That's true. There's just a lot of people that have never taken like big leaps in life or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's like that, you know, you look back at the people that you graduated high school with. Mm -hmm. I don't because I don't know the name of a single person I went to high school with. None. None. You had to have at least three mic. I I had two graduating classes. Two graduating classes, sort of. I got... uh, Did you fail out in kindergarten? Yes. Happens the best of us. Uh, No, in high school, my parents moved halfway through my senior year. Mm -hmm. And... It would move like one county over. And so the school district said, you know, you have to change schools or you can pay $7,000 to finish out your senior year, half of a senior year, in the one of the worst school districts in the country, in my opinion. That's how they get their $7,000 extra. Yeah. Seems reasonable. So I, you know, decided not to. So this was a class I'd been with some of these people since kindergarten. And then... Right before graduation, a few months before graduation, I had to switch school districts and start all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not become friends with anybody in my new school. With three months, it seems a little difficult, yeah. especially in high school. It may have been longer than three months. I think it was. I, I think I think it was like late fall when I did it. So I wanted you to say eighteen years so badly. Yeah, <laughs> it was like uh, yeah, like eighteen years. Eighteen years. So that was. There's some dog noise out here. Um, that was definitely interesting. Where am I going with this? I'm just trying to the remember. dog noise, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember any anybody from any of my graduating classes. And you were saying but, not well, taking risks. Actually, I take that back. I remember the name of one person. God, liar. So, you know, you look back. The standard thing is, like, people look back and, you know, people they went to high school with, they just stayed in their hometown they got a factory job. They had kids like two years, got married, had kids like two years after they got out of high school. And they, the biggest risk. Which is great too, if you want to do that. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, there, there's tons of people that like, they like to stay in their comfort zone, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's not what I'm about. Fair enough. So there's definitely those people that they don't take risks. Mm -hmm. I knew somebody one time that said, if traveling somewhere requires them to get on a plane then it's not worth going did you know i'm gonna throw out a random environmental fact okay um and i'm gonna mess it up so So, take from it what you will yeah that one plane ride like your carbon emissions from like your one seat equals the average amount of driving that someone does in eight months 
I did not know that. Yeah, that blew my mind. The eight months part is what I'm sketchy about. It could have been. It could have been eighteen. It, I'm pretty sure I had an eight in it. Definitely not minutes, days, or hours, though. There's another fact, and I'm going to screw this one up. This is fun. That we there are. It. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Don't look these facts up, anybody, because they're, they're sponsored like, by cheeseonastick.com. They are sponsored by cheeseonastick.com. Visit our sponsor, cheeseonastick.com, <laughs> if you like cheese on a stick. And dot coms. And dot coms. Actually, I think they're a .net. Ooh. Yeah. Did you know that Behance, like the Adobe portfolio site, is a .net? I did not. It surprises me. Yeah. Anyways, back to... Ooh, I'm not sure. Yeah, where were... Oh, back to facts. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> of course, how did I forget? No, there's like five or eight um, tankers that travel from Asia to America mm-hmm. that are responsible for like the vast majority of the like carbon monoxide emissions. God dang. So if they'd converted those nuclear it would be like, and I heard this fact on another podcast. So it's like How anybody that's is that podcast? anybody that's hearing this is hearing it on a podcast from somebody that heard it on another podcast that may have heard it on another podcast. This is like an extremely long game of telephone. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like a Russian nesting doll of facts. So why was that a popular toy? Was it a popular toy? I mean, probably at some point. The fact that we still know what the name of it is, other than metaphorically. Yeah. If it was like, I it's don't the boppet of yeah. carbon emissions. I don't know where I'm going with this. It was the, yeah, it was the, what's a popular toy these days? Unicorns? I don't know. I just get my niece a whoopee cushion every year. Seems like you're good. Every well, she year. got you a what was it? A box of googly eyes. Yes. So I think you guys have some good rapport. Googly eyes maybe. and eyeball ping pong balls. Nice. I so. like that she just kept like a theme going. Mm-hmm. It's nice. There's and that eyeball that's out on my uh, yeah shelf. That's from her. Huh. There's an eyeball. She's like weirdly into eyes, or what's going on here? Well, when she was a a a wee lad or lassie. Lassie. There lassie. we go. I just really wanted to say it with an accent. Continue. We uh we would. FaceTime or Skype or whatever, and I would always put my eyeball up to the camera, and she thought it was hilarious, and so it just turned into this whole thing. That's adorable. Yeah. Look at you. It's cute. I tell you what, that was taking a risk. Actually, not at all, but... I was, like, talking to a child. Well, for me, talking to children is taking a risk, because I don't really like children all that much, and I was like, oh, am I going to say something stupid? Like, am I going to ruin their life? Am I just going to randomly be like... Santa Claus isn't real or something like yeah, that. Just or, it out. Yeah. I'm always afraid I'm just going to drop some swears in on accident. Yeah, same. So I get like really nervous before I like have to talk to kids because I have to think about what I'm going to say. It's like trying to control my likes right now. I traveled to three different schools for Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropped all the with, F-bombs. Yeah. With nice. an organization up here and talked to them about my military experiences. And that was... That was a risk because I don't know what to say to children. Like there was like a kindergarten class and like some preschoolers and some middle schoolers and then some like third graders. Oh, they'll remember. I was like preschoolers. eh. That sounded awful. I meant just that they wouldn't remember probably. No, you're fine. That's how I feel about children in general. So they've, they've forgotten that anybody even came to their school. So that one's good. The middle schoolers were, like, asked me, like, is war like Call of Duty? 
Oh. Um, like, stuff like that. And then one was just like, have you killed anybody? Oh, God. Like, they, you know, they're old enough to know. Like, maybe that's not a... That's probably inappropriate. That's probably inappropriate. And the teachers told me I handled it quite well. Nice. You were like, yes, no, I was, I was maybe. Like, I was like, yes, with a knife, very brutally. <laughs> Here's some photos of it. And then you take out the box of um, ping pong eyeballs. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, I keep, and then I pulled out my necklace. I was like, I keep their tooth around my neck or finger. That's, Ooh. yeah, a little more over the top. <laughs> I just imagine here you get like one of those like really gross jelly ones. So it looks kind of real. Oh, yeah. And then just take a bite off of it <laughs> right in the. And this is spit it into the crowd. Yeah. So back to life risks. Right. Oof. Like we sort of stayed on topic. Yeah. So that was. Did we? It's already at 25 minutes. I said sort of. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, um, life risks. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just six more... Six years. Being here. Moving across country. Yep. Both of us did that. Yeah. It's just more fun, like, taking risks in life. Yeah, I, I feel agree like. with that. What? Throwing back to last epi. Mm-hmm. The whole quote of, you're never ready for anything. It's true. I also feel like that plays into this conversation in a big way. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have drank a beer. Now it's my turn. To be the, to be the slightly buzzed person. To be the slightly right? buzzed person. Yeah. Um, God damn it, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I would say Oh, another big risk. risk. Yeah, Continue. not being ready. Which is always fun to like jump into stuff and just... Like, oh, I'm doing this go. Here now. we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh... This will be a later discussion topic in the later podcast, but later dating. Past. Ooh, dating. Mm-hmm. Dating is a risk. Always a risk. Like in the small pool that is up here. Because I can't go anywhere in this town socially without seeing somebody that, that I've been on a date with. Interesting. Yep. How many people have you been on a date with up here? 30 something, probably. That's where your thousands of dollars in Tinder dates in 2017 went to. I really think those should be a tax write-off. I don't disagree. I went on a date last night. Did you? How'd yeah. it go? Uh, you're like, Caroline, if you're listening, you suck. I, I did date a girl named Caroline for a while. Oh. Uh, Caroline? That's what I would call her, probably. Yeah, I'm not going to say names. It was... uh. Yeah, I wasn't asking was, that. Uh, you know. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. She didn't seem thrilled from the get-go. Oh, so bummer. Yeah. I think it was just her personality. Yeah. Sometimes people are stoic and it's hard to get a read on them. I almost, Me. a lot of times <laughs> I think I'm like, do I just have a shitty personality? No, you do not. No, I don't. I have a wonderful personality. Obviously. I tell myself that in the mirror every morning. If you don't, Stan- who else Stanley is going to say it in the mirror? Stanley Wood. That's yeah. true. Rocket just, I don't know. Rocket's weird. I've decided like anytime I'm. This might be TMI, so we can always cut this out. Anytime I'm like going to get in the shower, he always just like kind of stands in the doorway and stares at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, hey buddy. No, my dog Stanley. He, the same thing? He pokes his head in sometimes while I'm showering. Aw, just make sure you're okay. Yep. Shmi used to get into the shower, like get into it when I was into it. Yeah. Well, it's. Which, like, good for him. And he just like drink out of the, the drain. She mentioned that is a cat. Oh, yes. Not a human. That'd not... be. I mean,. I guess it wouldn't be weird if or I knew a, who they were. Or a small troll-like thing from the movie. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Lord Schmeagle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's actually named after the assistant from, like, Captain Hook's assistant. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Shmi. I did think you about know, that, like that one fat, time. Chubby thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do know Shmi. Mm-hmm. I typed it the other day mm-hmm. when I was talking about your cat coming over to my house, and I thought about that. Mm-hmm. So I thought his full name was Schmeagle. Oh, that's fun though. I do like that. Oh, God, we have two minutes. I get nervous when we have just two minutes left. Yeah. Like, I mean, we can always like keep going with this. Oh, I know. But like for some reason I'm like waiting, like my brain wants it to go to exactly 30. Yeah. When really we could just like stop it at a natural stopping point, take a quick break and then start again. Well, uh, that's for professionals so to do. Fair. And we are not professionals yet. I would agree with this sentiment. Yeah. Like, really friendly amateurs, though. True. We're committed. Committed? Very committed amateurs. Yes. I have to say, I'm proud of us. We've been doing this every Thursday. Yeah, we even have stools now. Yeah. Before long, we got chili pepper lights up in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some Tibetan some prayer, prayer flags. flags. This is what's up. And some little secrets. You want to hand me one of them little secrets? Go ahead and get some of these peanut butter and dark chocolate little secrets. Oh, there's other little secrets flavors. There are. I found those at uh, one of those Whole Foods type of stores. Natural grocers? Yes. In the wintertime, they had these but gingerbread. Wow. And it was... Wow. Wow. It was Owen Wilson good. Yeah. That is that is. Oh, God. Exciting. It's flashing red now. Oh, man. We All right. We're going to take a break. 30 seconds. Quick say something. Risk. <laughs> the game. In a podcast. Okay. We'll be right back. Bye. God damn it. And we are back. In business. We're actually back in podcast. Took a quick break. Mm-hmm. Quick break. Tried to figure out what we're going to talk about. Wrote down some notes. Mostly just total shit show. Mm-hmm. I feel like, if anything, sometimes our jokes are better when we're not recording. And I'm like, ah. That is true. Completely true. So back to risks. Back to risks. We're going to try to stay on topic for, I'd say if we, the last five minutes, we're doing pretty good. I'll be super proud of us if we stay on topic for five minutes. Do you want me to pull up the notes or are you feeling confident? You got, you have that confident glint in your eye. Yeah. It's false, false confidence. That could be your sister brand. I'm sorry. Not getting sidetracked. Continue. Anywho. I'm trying to think what I said that was so enlightening in the break. Um, was talking about just taking taking risks. Oh my god, surprising. Wow. Cool. Um making decisions based off your heart versus necessarily your brain, which can or, or your ass. <laughs> um Yeah, and so many of my big life decisions are not are not ones that I like they're just ones I'm following my heart. Moving out here was following my heart, which has been by far the biggest move in my life. Joining the military was a strategic decision. Hmm. And a lot of other stuff I do are a bit more strategic. Like adopting Stanley? Like adopting my dog, yeah. Some people, I know a lot of people that do adopt on a whim. I was planning on getting a dog Mm -hmm. and then went through some life changes and wasn't going to be able to get the dog that I wanted. And then through a friend decided to start looking again went to the shelter to look for actually look at a different dog and they had this little guy and he was sick with something (laughs) i don't remember i thought you meant sick like he was sick oh yeah like like skateboard tricks in the 90s like p-h-a-t yes 
That was fat on sick. Yes. Continue. You're thinking S-I-C-C. That, yep. Sick. Sick. Not to be confused with thick. thick. So, anyways. Yeah, so getting a dog for me has always been, like, I get, like, adoption remorse more than I get, like, buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Because it is, like, a big undertaking, like, getting yeah. a dog because you're going to have them for for a long time. So, and I don't obviously regret it. He's a huge part of my life. But for me, it was like a little bit more calculated. I knew I was going to get a dog for a couple years and then looked forever. And then even when I got him, I think I went to the shelter, uh, looked at him, played with him for like an hour or so, came back. And then how they get you, I got my dog and my truck on the same smooth move where they're like, why don't you take it home? For a chest run. Yeah. So same thing with my truck and my dog. Took them home and then... You really are a country song. Yeah. But continue. <laughs> it is true. I don't <laughs> own a tractor. But, you know, about everything else. Fair enough. So, yeah. It, for me, that was definitely more calculated. Mm-hmm. But it is still a risk because I got him as a puppy. And be honest, sometimes a dog can just kind of suck. You can train them well. I don't and disagree. You can train them well and their personality is just garbage. Like, you can do everything right as a parent and still have a shitty kid. You're not wrong. Again, so, I'm just going to keep using that line. Yeah, so I I, it is a risk. Oh, yeah. But mine was a little bit more calculated than that. Fair. Mine was not. No. Well, so I have four animals now. That's like another one I was reflecting on today when I moved thinking about like moving out here and like what day one was like versus day now Mm -hmm. wildly different life. Like just had Callie had somebody that I'd been dating for a really long time, like four years maybe at the time, which like, you know, to a 23 year old, I was like, that's like my whole adult life basically. Yeah. Yeah, I just yelled that anyway. um, (laughs) But now I have four animals jumped from just having Callie who I adopted when I was in college. Uh, but then she stayed for two years with my parents when I was at school. And then my senior year, I was able to have her with me, which is awesome. Um, but then when I got hops on a whim, eh, kind of a whim, he was at the shelter for like a couple of weeks and no one was looking at him. Little did I know he was spraying everybody, which is why no one was adopting him. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Big surprise. That's his, his go-to move. His go-to move is spraying. So anyway, um, still love him. Kind of a jerk sometimes. Uh, and then Rocket was not looking to get a second dog. But then I was actually on a hike with Nadia. And she brought Rocket because she just was like bringing dogs that were at the shelter for walks with us. And um, weirdly, Rocket and Callie got along. And Callie does not get along with other dogs. Like way more no. so back in the day. Yeah. Like. Young Callie would have tried to eat Stanley alive with a fork and knife because she's yeah. refined. Um, <laughs> and Miracle, they got along. So I like fostered him. Okay. But then just kept adopt. him. Yeah. yeah. But then like three weeks later, he showed his real colors and was straight up crazy. But now he's a lot better, minus a few things. But we all have our quirks. His just happens to be peeing on my bedroom floor and taking shits in the house. 
These things happen. And sometimes eating poops. And sometimes both. At least he cleans up aisle four, even when he's making the mess. Yeah. Um, and then Shmi was even more on a whim. Like, I feel like all of my adoptions have getting more and more whimsical. That was the wrong use of the yeah, word. Yeah, it was, definitely. I was like, okay. You're like, mythical? Hmm. And then I got a dragon. Um, not whimsical. On a whim. Yes. He was just the last kitten left, and his name was Gunslinger. And no one was adopting him, and I Which felt is, sad. Can we talk about how amazing of a name that is? I'm sad I changed it to yeah. Shmi of all names. Yeah. Although his he first is. name was, he went through like a long state of names. Kellen actually ended up naming Shmi. Okay. Which is funny. Um, Because first we named him Jabroni. He's kind of a fucking Jabroni. And then, um, I forget, his name was, oh, Scuttle for a while. Because he reminded us of that seagull from uh, some other movie. And then, uh, and then Kellen was like, no, he's a shmee. Just kind of a little shmeeglet. And uh, okay. that's his name now. It works. It does. No, you lie. He is uh, of your cats. He's my favorite. It's fair. Because he has not snuck into my house in, in, in the morning and then peed in it. Yeah, it's a reasonable reason to, you know, not like yeah. Ox. He's always excited to see me, too. And so. I feel like he, he knows when it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hops is that guest who just can't seem to he does overstay his welcome figure it out yeah, yeah. where Shmi's like i just got here five minutes ago and then he just irish goodbyes i did come into my house one time and the doors had been shut for quite a while and he was just asleep on top of my refrigerator and i was like when uh, when did you come in here he's pretty sneaky i'm not gonna yeah. lie hops has done the same thing so less sneaky though that one true he's more of a fall for a refrigerator kind of cat yeah Risks. We did risks. make it through five minutes though until okay. And, and the pet talk was a risk type situation. Sometimes yeah. you take risks on a whim and don't even realize what you're risking. Starting a podcast with zero experience. That one was the most of our whims, I think. That is true. I'm not even sure what was happening. I was at your house mm-hmm. and we're drinking beer. We weren't even though. I think. Was I making? Did we have dinner? What happened? I think we were attempting a professional development night. You're right. Yeah, we we're like we're gonna learn mm-hmm. and get better at our jobs and. Which side note? We should have another night for that still. True. Definitely. Because those should. are calculated risks. Getting better is something like well, at least oh, for yeah. like me, the ones that I want to do, I'm like I want to like learn more about illustration and these kinds of things and. They have nothing to do with my job, but I still enjoy them and would like to be better at it. Maybe someday I'll utilize it. That was a terrible link. I was trying really hard. I felt like the more I talked, eventually it would string into something. You went the Michael Scott route. I did. Yep. But I missed one of the shot, the hundred percent of the shots that I take. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, we we were just sitting over there and. Mm-hmm. It's like, we should do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And you had a microphone. And so we... We did were, one that night. We did one like immediately. Mm-hmm. We didn't even test the microphone. No. We, we just, just like plugged it in. And we're like, let's see how this goes. Yeah. We're just going to talk and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of still what we're doing, to be completely honest. We're having topics, at least, which yeah. is bringing us back from our squirrels. True. And uh, we both equally didn't really prepare for this this time. Correct. So mm-hmm. last time you prepared wildly wildly and uh i was completely the opposite yeah Yeah. i feel like this one literally you came over an hour beforehand and i was like what are we gonna talk about tonight 
That, yeah, that is what happened. Mm-hmm. And then I raked my yard. Yep. And I didn't vacuum my house. I also edited photos for a photo shoot that I did this weekend, which another risk. Do you see how I brought that full circle? This it was more like a full oval. Okay. Does that count? It's like a... Yeah, like, like a, a squiggly oval. Kind of like like a board game. Yeah. Maybe the game Risk. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what the... I've actually never played Risk. No, neither have I. I remember like my brother would play it with his friends, and that was the one game that they would play that I'd be like, I think I'm going to go do something completely different. Bye, guys. I know there's a horse on the box. I do, yeah, and a soldier on said horse. Yes. That I is... think it's about taking over countries, which I guess would be a pretty big risk. Because, like, yo, here's the thing. I've got more horses than you. Yeah, I mean, it's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> so, you know, Ooh, talk is... about other people that took risks. You know, Peter Lafleur. Ooh, he oh took God. a risk entering a dodgeball watch. tournament. Never played dodgeball before. Never. I heard, heard if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can. That's the one line I remember for that one. And the urine one, weirdly. Yeah. Well, What's the name of that character? That yeah, was... We're fucking squirreling. Hold on. Bringing it back. No, now I need to know. Okay, sure. Go for it. I mean, I don't know. You're uh, the one who's going to answer. Yeah, question. I don't. It's going to. I'm going to think of it in the middle the of the night. The guy in the leather jacket and the wheelchair yeah, yeah, yeah. and the gray hair. It's, uh, you know, it's not important at this moment, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to blurt it out in a minute. I'm excited for you. Yep. Risk. <laughs> Risk. <laughs> That would be the drinking game of this podcast is how many times we just have a pause and then say risk. How many times have we gotten off topic? That too. So what other decisions have you made kind of just on a whim, just total risk? Maybe just unplanned. Uh, A lot. I feel like relationship ones are usually kind of weirdly. I'm just like. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Or I'm just suddenly I'm like I'm I'd like to be out of this situation now. Yeah. I don't know that Which it feels risky. I don't know. Not a lot of risk because nobody ever makes it past a couple dates with me. They're just like, I have had enough of that lunatic. And then <laughs> Is that how that goes? Yes. Fair. Uh, uh, I'd say the biggest risk I took in the last year for me was buying a house. Mm-hmm. Which yes. might not seem like a huge risk, but where we live is a fairly expensive area, and so I bought a house. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. I bought a house, and I'm doing it without a roommate, which is pretty difficult, as are you now. Dang right. I have furry roommates. Yeah. They weirdly don't pay rent, and most likely to pay for things for them. This is definitely how it happens. They're just I like think. drunk little humans. Continue with your story, though. So, yeah, I mean, my house is... Not really big enough to have two people living in it. It's a two-bedroom, yeah. but I mean, you could definitely fit a bed in here. Yeah, but it'd then be you tight. wouldn't have an office. Yeah, it'd be tight. So, yeah, it was a risk to buy a house, and then I think for everybody, it's a risk mm. to buy a house because Truth. when you go from renting, you're no longer, you know, you don't have somebody that's responsible for the upkeep and the repairs on the house. Or so when stuff just randomly breaks. Yeah. I mean, I could have moved in and just the whole house could have just collapsed, collapsed into or, a sad heap of sticks. Yeah. I would have been really bummed that I didn't pay for a uh, inspection at that point. Did you not pay for an inspection? I didn't have to. I had a friend who works in construction come over and do the inspection for me. Palsy. And I worked Bold in construction. So 
It was a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah, buying, buying a house. A risk I feel like most people take in life. Yeah, I think maybe less so. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. I'm I'm glad that I did. Oh, knock on wood. I'm like afraid now I'm going to walk home and yeah. there will be no house there or something ridiculous. But yeah, it, it's kind of like a, a super big risk and really scary when you're living. I mean, not scary when you're living. It's just like a very different lifestyle. I've always had a roommate or someone that I, like was like my partner or whatever it was. And, um, and now, and now none of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was like a lot more of the sort of, it's empowering and also terrifying, you know, like as those two things go together, do those things go together? I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I could see. It's like nice. I like have to figure out things on my own and fix shit when it breaks or have to like be resourceful and learn things. It's great. I'll tell you what, with roommates, I took some risks. (laughs) I have not had good luck with roommates. I've gotten super lucky. So actually risk. Um, I didn't really know Andrea at the time before mm-hmm. she moved in and literally we'd played like a few games of soft. I guess we had played softball together the year before, but we weren't ever like super close. And then she was like, I need a place to be. And I was like, I have a place that you can be. And then we lived together for six or eight months or longer. And it was great. Yeah. I, that was a huge risk. I, uh, the house before this huge, but... had three different roommates. Mm-hmm. I think once you started adding on more than just one yeah, dynamic is, shift. One stayed the entire time and it was rough, but manageable. Mm-hmm. And then two left. Um, the first one, because he couldn't deal with the second roommate. The guy that replaced him was forced out of the house mm. after a, uh, a late night skirmish, <laughs> which... Resulted in a firearm being drawn. Wow. Yeah. So. No one died. No one died. Clarifying. Yeah. I just don't put up with bullshit. And I had every right to. Fair enough. So that, you know, I having roommates for me has always been a risk because I don't do well with roommates. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I'm usually the person that has the furniture and mm-hmm. everything. And I like people to respect my property Seems as they should. And they never do. Huh. That so. is tricky. Well, and like the sharing of things in general can be really hard. I think it's, I don't even know if it's, nah, it's kind of easier when it's like, like a boyfriend or girlfriend type situation. Because that I is think true. The communication yep. avenues are a little more open, a lot more open, actually. I think there's yes. like a little bit more stepping around toes when it's just like a, you're basically your indoor neighbor. It's a lot more forgiving to when your your roommates yes. will wash your back for you or in my oh. case like pluck your back hairs is that a thing that happened is that just what stanley does that's what yeah stanley does it now it's thoughtful really and he has no thumbs so actually it's quite impressive really impressive yeah so yeah there's definitely when you have a roommate that is like your significant other you can't really call him a roommate at that point i mean you could the dynamic is completely different it is definitely different though yep somebody is opening the door and coming back into the podcast He's like, I hear you Welcome talking back, about roommates. Stanley. Stanley! He is going to sleep under the desk. Seems reasonable. Hi, can I help you? God dang, he's cute. Also, nice. Rocco is being especially adorable. After you left, he was just like, um, God, keep saying like. It's super annoying. 
Which is funny because it's my pet peeve when I'm listening to other podcasts is how frustrated I get with people when they either do the voice up when it's not a question, which is what I just did, uh-huh. or likes all the time. Because you can't like everything. I mean, you can. And I would prefer to talk about things I like over things that I don't like. Like taking risks, bringing you like back. Taking risks. <laughs> There we go. A whole squiggly line. And we're back. And nailed it. Ah. Maybe that should be our cover photo art is just like a line that goes everywhere. Yeah. It just randomly took a picture of mountains. That's currently our. It works. But now people listening in the future, they're like, man, how are they so all over the place? Because now they're like the top Polished. podcast in the world. God, they have such cool guests. Side note. Can we start having guests? I think it's it's getting about that time. I think it would be fun. But I think our guests would have to have a specific, like, even if it just ends up being our friends, like, whatever it is that they're really good at or talented in, and we just grill them the whole time. Yeah. I mean, call it a roast, but a grill. You know, it's different. That was the sizzle noise. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah, if, if you're like listening to this in the year 2025, I think who did we just have on the president? Oh, Prime Minister of Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Prime Minister nice, of Malaysia was on. Nice lady. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the uh, first, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I was really hoping for something awesome. Yeah, I thought um, I was going to pull something out of my ass, but full circle. I, but but I took a risk, and then that one did not pay off. Well, you know these things happen. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes these things Sometimes happen. risks don't pay off. True. So let's Ooh. talk about that. Why didn't we think about this earlier? Yeah. Was that in um, my notes? It I don't think so. It was not in my notes. What's a risk you've taken that has not paid off for you? Everything goes swimmingly for me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Actually, I weirdly feel like I have amazing luck, though. <laughs> that is me knocking on wood because okay. that was the world's worst jinx. No, no, it definitely was. But in my life, I feel as though a lot of things have just sort of fallen in place for me, whether it's like moving out here, okay. magically found a job in the very last stop we were making. Yeah. Got said job. I was not qualified. <laughs> I was like, I like dogs. They're like, cool. You're hired. Were they like, do you like dogs? Yes. Actually, um, Brad Pitt interviewed me. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was really nice. Bikey life. Yeah. Talk about the other. Um, and then, when I bought my house, rent was just really expensive and I had too many animals and I was just like, we should buy a house. And then the person that, this is too much, too much detail I'm going to go into. So I'm not going to go into it. The point is that I ended up being the only one in the house purchase. Mm-hmm. It all worked out. I bought it right before the market went up. So like it was insanely reasonable. Okay. And now my mortgage is insanely reasonable. Um that was super lucky because I knew nothing about real estate. I was just like, a house seems like a good a good idea. Did that. Uh, I just taught myself how to do the job that I wanted to get. So that worked out really well. Um, and I was at an organization that didn't already have someone doing the thing that I wanted to do. So I was like, what if I just learn how to do these things and I can do it? And they're like, cool, do the things. You know, there's probably a lot of listeners right now. Mm-hmm. So many. Um, all over the world, actually, that uh, are probably <laughs> cussing you for that. Which part? Um, 
Oh, just everything like lining up. Lining up. Yeah. I do feel like it's been a fairly magical existence thus far. Um, I've, I've had some I stuff line up. Because now I feel like I'm really jinxing myself. I've had some stuff line up well for me, but mm-hmm. I also have had a lot of, I don't even want to call it hardship. Because there's people that have some hardships. Like super hardships. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's been no... I was gonna say it's been no roller coaster ride, but actually it has been a roller coaster ride. But all you can do is just kind of just strap in, go for the ride, and look for the <laughs> not strap on. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> just I don't know. Just, just the didn't. way you accentuated it made it so much better. Yeah. Continue. Uh back on track now. All I can think about is strap ons. <laughs> You, you just enjoy That's the ride. Risk. Yeah, enjoy the ride. Yeah, no, I agree. Like and... with a strap on, you know, just enjoy the ride. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying that like I haven't. I guess maybe that's what I'm thinking of is I haven't had any like. I've been very lucky with like my parents are super supportive. Like I think Same. that's what I mean. Like yeah. as far as like luck goes, is like. I was born into an existence that like was pretty readily set up for me to succeed. I, my parents are awesome. I was like born in like a middle eight or middle class type Massachusetts. Like I lived in the suburbs. We lived on a dead end next to the woods. A like cul-de-sac. Like a cul-de-sac. The, you grew up in the burbs. The burbs. Have you seen the movie The Burbs? No. Well, you need to. Everybody that's listening that hasn't watched The Burbs should. Well, Tom Hanks is in it. You had me sold at Burb. Yep. Um. That's, I guess that's what I meant uh, as far as like feeling as though I've been generally just like, here, here's this nice platter to start from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had some risks, though, that, that have not. Right. Risks that haven't panned out. That haven't panned out, mm-hmm. which is what I asked you about. And, uh, right. And then I got sidetracked by got... saying nothing. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we start talking about strap-ons. So, Man, that's that's tough. Uh, risks that have not panned out for me. Um, I don't know. I'd call it a risk. Uh, some past relationships. Oh, that's where my brain immediately went to. So I'm like, what has not panned out that I thought was gonna pan out? But everybody has one of those. If you have that's never true. had one, then you probably you got have married not in high school. Lived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've you not know, truly lived. I've definitely had, had some a... jobs like that. I've taken cracks at that have not worked out. Um, that I've not enjoyed. I'm really lucky on that one too. Yep. But this is only my second job, literally out of really? college. I mean, I had like jobs in high school, but they're um, all like, like I worked at um, pure hockey. All of them are weirdly hockey related. So that was fun. Um, Cause I enjoyed, that was like my jam at the time. Cool. Uh, God, every time I say something, you just, the face. <laughs> um, but, oh, I worked at a border collie sanctuary after college. I thought you were going to say borders books. <laughs> yeah. No, Barnes and Noble. Yeah. We all know what's better. Just kidding. It's the only one still open. Um, and after that, I got the job here, and I've been here ever since. Ah. Yeah, I wouldn't say that putting in for jobs is necessarily a risk, but I was almost, no, a, I think it's a risk. I was almost a police officer. Weird. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I weirdly can't imagine you as this means nothing. Like I almost don't mean everybody says that. Or anything. No. I just like, I feel like 
you you would be the super troopers police officer. Oh, definitely. So hard. Yeah. But I, like Mac. Like that's me in the military still. Oh, like, getting ice cream. Oh no, yeah, ice cream. Yeah, I do that. I get a soft serve ice cream cone every time. Mm-hmm. And uh even if a, there's ants in it. It's a lot yeah, even if there's ants in it. That's happened. Um I'm always playing pranks. I've in drug tests before pulled my pants completely to the floor. Seems like the right in way. a room full of people. Nice. Because why not? Risk. It's a that risk paid off. Did it? No, no. You're like, no, I got caught for drugs. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah. Popped hot. <laughs> Is that the term? Yep. Hmm, interesting. Sure is. How is it already 26 minutes? Our conversations are just so... I can't say the word conversation, apparently, but no. you got the sentiment. Are great. Yeah, I hope people are enjoying this uh, this banter. Banter. Because we, we've, we've talked about a few risks. I feel like we came out strong. I agree. I think of all of them so far, we've been at least the most cognizant of trying to stay on topic. It's, that is true. But we're like uh, we're like the first gate out of the horse at the Kentucky Derby. You're like, yes, this is going well. And then at the end, you're like, that horse is going to the glue factory <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> we're made into dog food. Ooh. Because that did not end well. We uh we got sidetracked and started eating the grass in the middle of the the arena. Definitely, mm-hmm. the grass is nice though. Dandelions. Hey, you know what? Don't kill. Don't spray your dandelions because the bees need the dandelions. Mm-hmm. The bees needs the dandelions. The bees needs the dandelions. <laughs> so, on that note, we should probably wrap this up. We should probably wrap this up. We only have a this few is, minutes left in this recording. This has been a fun one. I feel like we're going to have to circle back on this topic soon. Maybe, I, I don't know. I feel like I need to think more about it instead of just winging it. What are, what are your thoughts? Tell me your closing your Closing, closing uh, thoughts yeah. from Nate. Um, I like that you proclaimed yeah, it was you. Yeah, in case people didn't know. Yeah, our voices sound pretty <clears throat> similar, probably. Definitely do. I would say that, you know, in, in life, taking risks is what makes life great. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to take risks constantly, but taking risks at work, taking risks in life, taking risks in love, it's what makes life worth living. If you live a life just safe all the time, you, you never really get to experience life. Mm-hmm. You never get to experience the joys of a win. Mm-hmm. If you just If you just bunt every time, you're never going to get to experience a home run. What if you're so excellent at bunting? I only say this as someone who was real good at the bunt. That was my go-to move. Got on base every time, and then my friends would hit me home. Well, there's people like that in life. But metaphorically, I I like where you're going with that. Fuck bunting. Hit home runs. Yeah. Swing for the fences. Swing for the fences, but keep your eye on the ball. Fuck the ball. Just swing. Just blindly <laughs> swing. And, and then throw your bat and crack it over your knee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And eventually you might end up somewhere good. Or jail. Or jail. <laughs> That's true. On that note, we got 20 seconds left. So see you next week. Thanks for listening. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>